Welcome to Sacred CEO, the podcast where visionary women learn to be bold with their voice and become the sacred six and seven figure CEOs of their businesses and lives. I'm your host, Dr. Claudia, former Ivy League trained professor turned business coach for women with a big message and a big story to share and whose ideas don't fit neatly into a box and maybe even challenge the status quo. My mission is to teach women how to find and unleash their voice, share it unapologetically and make money while building real wealth. You'll hear solo episodes and interviews on topics such as business, spirituality and relationships. We'll talk about all the things that women are not supposed to talk about, such as unapologetic self-expression, confidence and magnetism, money, wealth and power, so that we can explore what it truly means to be a woman with a voice today. Let's dive in because it's time to get unleashed. Hi guys, I can't wait to dive into today's topic with you. Just a note, I'm still in Italy on my family's estate in the countryside so if you hear trucks go by or church bells in the background that is why but let's dive in so have you ever been burned by past investments if you've been then welcome to the club so why does it happen of course the answer is nuanced But the truth is that when we're not used to handling money, and most women are not, we often confuse spending with investing. We might think that spending on that designer bag is actually quote-unquote investing in ourselves. And we might think that investing in our dream coach is actually spending without thinking about the massive return on investment that will come from it. Whether we're talking about money, health, freedom, pleasure, love, whatever, depending on the type of coach that you hired. And personally, I've had and have all the time multiple coaches throughout my life, often all at once and even for different goals from business growth to health, fitness, nutrition, emotional regulation, and what have you. So I love coaching. I've used it massively in my life. I would not be where I am without coaching in multiple areas of my life. And I'm never shy about hiring support from the right coaches in whatever area of my life that I want to expand in, right? Business, health, relationships, love, polarity, whatever that is. Maybe that also happens. You've invested in coaches and programs and courses in the past, but you didn't get the results that you wanted or expected. Again, uh, let me know if this resonates with you. And maybe you invested out of FOMO or because you gave away your power to this or that person thinking that they had something that you needed. And so the investment ended up being just a projection for your internalized lack of power. And trust me, this is something that I help my clients unpack all the time because we need to clear up any sticky energy that 
my clients have around authority figures. I'm not, again, this is a whole topic for another time. You've probably heard me talk about this before, but I'm not your daddy. I'm not some authority figure that gives you homework and that you need to please. I'm just a powerful co-creator. And you get to step into the energy field that I create, but also that I've created through my brand and my message. So in this episode, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. First of all, we're going to cover how to recognize your lack of trust in yourself when it comes to money and investing. Second, I'm going to share with you three steps to alchemize the lesson of past investments to move forward with more clarity, ease, conviction, and determination around your business and your financial goals. And third, we're going to focus on creating a new money story and new money beliefs so that you can actually invest in your growth and move forward on your business or personal path. Because the truth about business, and this is not sexy, people don't want to hear it. I almost, when I was starting out or when I hit a plateau and I was ready for my next level of growth, I didn't know that this was the answer. But the truth about business is that you have to invest in a bunch of stuff. Whether it's coaches, tax support, VAs, legal coverage, insurance, what have you. You need to be able to circulate money. And we're even lucky in the coaching world, and this is true for coaches, but also artists or service providers, right? It's not just limited to coaches per se, but we're lucky in the online world because we usually don't have a high overhead or a lot of expenses up front. Think about what goes into, for instance, opening a coffee shop or even a restaurant. You need to invest a lot of money up front before you see any sort of return. Because with coaching or online services, you can literally just have a PDF describing briefly what you do and a PayPal link. That's what I had for definitely the first year and a half of my business. And you're in business. You can make a lot of money without a website, with just a strong social media presence, a a small number of followers. This is like, you know, with the coaching business, you can create a lot of money with very, very, um, a limited infrastructure, right? You don't need that. While if you're opening a coffee shop or you're opening a restaurant or you're opening a tech company, you just have a lot of funding that's required up front before you see any return. So you have to be able to withhold, to kind of like hold that discomfort of being net negative for the first few years. And it's true that usually most businesses are net negative for the first few months or even years and that's why you need to leverage the resources that you do have whether it's your day job as I did my day job really funded the first few years of my business as I was learning how to do it whether it's your husband's salary for just a little bit whether it's a your dad or an inheritance or a trust fund or your crypto fund or whatever and If you're comfortable with it, you can even leverage that, which is an incredible tool for growth if you use it strategically. 
Obviously, this is a nuanced conversation, but after having coached hundreds of women around business, money, mindset, and exponential growth, this is what I've seen. This is how you get to recognize your lack of trust in yourself around money. So let me give you four ways to recognize that this, this lack of trust is actually what's going on in your business and in your life as a whole. You notice the first telltale sign is that your growth personally and in business is stifled. So you have this desire to grow and expand you want to invest, you want to grow, you even found your dream coach and yet there's a there's an inner voice that's stopping you and that's freaking, ha- freaking out and all you hear is danger, danger, danger. To the point that this inner voice that is scared of investing becomes louder than actually your desire for growth, which is your higher self speaking to you. This is a normal reaction. You know, why do people not accomplish their dreams? Because they get stuck in fear. Because their fear holds them back. But it's really something that can keep you stuck for years, if not decades. Even though my business has grown fairly quickly, I was stuck in the spot for years. And I see it all the time, even in my audience, people who are not willing to move forward, who are not willing to invest. And so they stay stuck because they don't trust their intuition that they are ready to invest. So if you have this feeling that you're almost like... um, The metaphor that comes up for me is that you're almost like your soul has become too big for your body is because you need to create a vibrational field. Maybe like your soul has become bigger than the vibrational field and energy field that you allow yourself to live in is because you're overdue for growth and expansion and you're not giving yourself permission to grow and expand and you're stuck in fear. And this is a sensation of like pressure inside your body and inside your throat chakra where you feel that you want to burst at the seams. Another way to recognize the lack of trust in yourself around money is that you don't trust yourself in getting the results you want from joining that program or working with that coach or what have you. Are you 100% sure that you're going to show up for that investment? Or are you going to procrastinate, run away, freeze? Have you decided that you are going to be successful no matter what and no matter what it takes? How's your conviction around your ability to create the results that you desire? And these are very real questions that I included intentionally because I want you to ask yourself these things. Many women are stuck in a commitment deficit when it comes to their dreams. I'm going to say it again. Many women are stuck in a commitment deficit when it comes to their dreams. And get super honest with yourself, is that you? And women are stuck here because they have this paralyzing fear that whatever they want to achieve won't be possible for them. 
or whatever they want won't work for them, so they play way, way, way small. Now we all, you need to understand that we all go through this. There's not, there's no one on the planet who's immune to fear, who's immune to wanting to play small. This is literally how our brain is wired. But the people who make it, the people who are successful, are the people who are willing to bypass that, who are willing to bet on themselves no matter what, who are willing to follow their expansion instead of their fear. The third way to recognize the lack of trust in yourself around money, and this is regardless your money status, right? I work with people who use leverage debt to work with me and I've worked with people who come from a lot of money and have had a lot of money in the bank. So this has nothing to do with the number in your bank account. You can have scarcity at any level of wealth. So you don't trust yourself if you have blocks around receiving and feeling worthy of getting what you want in life. So you spend your time stuck in perfectionism, overthinking, procrastination, and you're constantly thinking, who do I think I am for wanting to invest X amount of dollars? Or who do I think I am for wanting to become a six and seven figure online business provider? Shouldn't I, I be grateful for what I already have? And you know, most people are in an okay situation. Before I became a coach, I was a college professor, had a beautiful house, you know, a beautiful community of friends, network, networks, great neighbors. So I was okay, but I felt this need for more inside. And this is the moment we bet on ourselves. And we decide that we are worthy of receiving everything that we desire, even if it sounds out there, even if... It makes us uncomfortable because we're like, oh my God, I should already be grateful for what I have. Again, this is another stuck point for people to forego their growth because they don't allow themselves to go past their uh, comfort zone and the set point. And for women, you know, I'm all for gratitude. I use it all the time in my own practice. I my clients use it all the time, but I've seen that gratitude becomes the comfort zone for so many women who play small. You can totally be grateful for what you have and step into the biggest expansion of your life. And actually, you should do both all the time simultaneously. They're not mutually exclusive. If you invest in your dreams, if you go way, quote unquote, out of line, it doesn't mean that you're not grateful for what you have. I spent years writing gratitude lists to my job because I knew that in order to move forward, I needed to create a positive vibrational state. And if I kept complaining about academia and how shitty the pay was and blah, 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 I would have stayed in a lower vibrational field. So gratitude and momentum and expansion go hand in hand. Don't use gratitude to justify your fear of moving past, your smallness, and your comfort zone. Another sign that you don't trust yourself is that you keep beating yourself up for past investments that didn't pan out as you wanted. 
And this is another huge energy sucker. A six and seven figure entrepreneur and a woman with a voice learns from her past mistakes. She's not like careless about it, but she moves on. There's a quality of speed, decision and momentum to sacred leadership that catalyzes massive growth. Again, you ruminating over past bad investments, let's say, is just you staying in your comfort zone and you staying stuck. Do you want to move forward? Do you want to fucking go for your dreams? Take full responsibility for all the ways in which you're playing small and choose to act differently. And this thing of you blaming yourself for past investments is just an excuse that your ego is creating out of fear to keep you small, to keep you in your comfort zone. It's time to move on. Full permission to move on. And embrace a new way of being. And all these limitations are not bad per se, right? Everyone struggles with them. Again, you're not special and you're not unique. I'm here to tell you that you have the choice to stay stuck in this story or create new beliefs around investing wealth and money that actually support you in moving forward towards your goals. These new beliefs should allow you to feel safety around investing money in yourself and your business. So what can you do once you realize that that you're stuck here? And again, I 100% always help my clients to work through these deeply ingrained patterns. Sometimes we're talking about intergenerational patterns, right? We're talking about deep, deep shit. I help my clients walk through and rework these deeply ingrained patterns in order to create more supportive beliefs that actually allow them to feel empowered to go after their dreams, even if the choices they make might sound risky to their previous selves and to the world that they come from. And this happens at any level of business. You know, we may think that this happens only at the beginning, but actually a new level of every new level of growth will require to revisit you to revisit all these beliefs and to strengthen your trust in yourself and your ability to invest and your ability to generate money on repeat. So what can you do if you're stuck not trusting yourself around money, around wealth, around investing? The first thing that I recommend to all my clients is to create a forgiveness ritual to forgive yourself for all the times that you were not mindful of money and maybe overspent or maybe underspent. And this might be a little bit of a taboo topic, But it's totally possible to also underspend in your dreams. And this is the biggest buzzkill and momentum block in your business. People usually 
overspend because they're addicted to chaos. They don't feel safe actually having money and holding money. And they underspend because it feels safer to hold on to money than to actually make money circulate and go after what you want, making buildable, big and bold moves in accordance to what you want to create. So this forgiveness ritual is actually the first thing that you should do to really create a different money story for yourself and to allow yourself to move forward with momentum, decision, conviction, focus, clarity, trust that you'll be able to create the results that you want. Another thing that you can do is to ask yourself, have I learned the lesson from past investments? Have I actually spent the time analyzing what went quote-unquote wrong and why I was disappointed in the end? Was it because I didn't do the work or was it because the results didn't happen as fast as I wanted? Or did I invest out of FOMO thinking someone else had the magic pill? Or did I want to be saved and thought that investing was the answer? And don't get me wrong, in some cases it can also happen that some coaches are out of integrity. So yeah, actually you might invest in a scam artist, but this is often not the case. But if that happened to you, I just want to say I'm so sorry that that happened to you and I know how traumatizing that can be. And I would encourage you, highly, highly, highly encourage you to take the time to really forgive this yourself and to really fully process what happened so that you don't make the same mistake again. The third thing you can do to start shifting and rewiring your beliefs around the safety in money making money and investing money and making a lot of money is to massively redefine what success looks like. Because yes, you or your ego might hope to get to six figures in three months or seven figures in three months. But most likely your results won't happen in that timeline. You are doing yourself a massive disservice by thinking your results have to happen in a short amount of time, usually an arbitrary amount of time. This is quality thinking and urgency thinking and not a good way to live, let me tell you. So for instance, you might have taken a three-month program that teaches you all the foundational pieces of having a six-figure business but you might not get to the end result, the six-figure business in three months. You might get there a year later, way past the program's end date. When that happens, and that's often the case, does it mean that you failed or that it was a bad investment or that the program was unsuccessful? Obviously not. It just means that you needed more time. And so many times 
we get caught up in putting a rigid deadline on our goals instead of actually giving ourselves the time and space to hone our craft, develop our leadership, learn the practical skills, have conversations with potential clients, and just build our brand. This stuff takes time. And this, in the same way as we, we have to be willing to invest money for business growth, we have to be willing to invest time. And this is going to take time the same way it takes time to, you know, change your body comp when you're going to the gym or it takes time to change your diet or to find the love of your life. This stuff takes time. So give yourself time and don't put an arbitrary timeline to what success has to look like for you. No, just develop the belief that success is happening no matter what and then detach yourself from the outcome. Detach yourself from it needing it to happen in three months or however month months. It's going to happen. Just get to the place where you know it in your body. Again, we do this embodiment work with my clients all the time. And then keep at it every day. Take the bold moves and give it time. So I'm going to give you an example from my own life, not business related. So I started doing work around my relationships a little over 10 years ago when I got married and then divorced. This happened over the span of a few years. It was a little over than 10 years ago, but just for the sake of this story. So I knew as much as I've lived by myself a lot, I've always been a relationship person, so I knew that I wanted a long-term relationship, but mostly I wanted to find my life partner, right, my my soulmate, but I, I had just gotten divorced, so I literally had zero evidence that I could actually find, attract, and keep my soulmate. Literally, I didn't just have no evidence, I had the opposite evidence because I was divorced, I had just divorced. And I started to uncover all the stuff that I need to work through. And I uncovered the past traumas, the childhood wounds, the lack of safety that I felt in my body, the fact that I wasn't living in my body and a whole lot of other things as I was doing this work of trying to find my life partner. And if you are on a similar consciousness rising journey, you definitely know what I'm talking about. So... But what I did is that over this time, I kept working with coaches, therapists, going on dates, reading books, going through ego deaths until I finally met my partner, Simone, last summer when I decided to take a break from dating. And this is actually a fun story, which I'm super happy to share. So let me know if you'd like to me to record an episode on it and It's a fun story just for the circumstances, but also because it was totally tied to me unleashing my voice and stepping stepping into sacred CEO-ship. That's why, side note, the work that you're doing on your business in unleashing your voice and becoming a sacred CEO is going to have ripple effects in every aspect of your life. I constantly receive messages from partners and husbands of my clients thanking me for how much their client, their clients have, my clients have changed in their relationship because of the deep work of voice. 
So I'm happy to do an episode on it because it's so connected to everything that we're talking about. But I met Simone last year. Imagine if I had stopped after the first few years of therapy because I didn't get the results I wanted. Rest assured, I'm not gonna lie, I got hella frustrated many, many, many times along the journey, but I never gave up and I continued seeking support. Both free or low cost, in many cases, I read books over books and consumed YouTube videos for entire days, but also very expensive support, especially for me at the time, like when I took this um, three-month self-development workshop in New York with 500 other women that, that was all about reconnecting to your body and sexuality and healing past traumas, which meant that we were all pretty much naked together most of the time to celebrate the incredible beauty of the female body and practice embodiment and sensuality. This, let me tell you, was definitely a stretch for me at the time, both financially, because I was really at the beginning of my journey, so I wasn't used to investing, I wasn't thinking yet as an entrepreneur, but also it was a stretch, it was a stretch personally, because at the time I was still very much in my shell, I was still very much disconnected from my body, I wasn't a sacred CEO, I was a sacred CEO in potential, but I wasn't living as a full embodiment of the work that I was meant to do in the world. And actually my body felt this very unsafe place. So this is a whole story for another time. But just to give you an example of how I kept investing in support, I kept at it for for 10 years before I was actually able to attract and be in a healthy, sexy, supportive, expansive relationship with a healthy masculine man who gives me more than I could ever have imagined from my relationship. So again, I was willing to give it time. I was willing also to walk away from it. And, but I kept working on it, I kept investing, I kept consuming material, right? I never gave up. So what can you do to shift out of this depressed energy around money where you don't fully trust yourself? First of all, take some time to really go through the processes and questions that I outlined above. I know I pat the punch in this episode, but I really wanted to dive deep because this is the biggest block I see happening for women that they don't trust themselves in investing in their growth. They want to be visible and have more impact and really share their wisdom and their soul's lessons and gifts with the world and they don't do it. So spend some time really going through what I I outlined so far because we need to fully metabolize the lessons from the past in order to move forward. It's not that we need closure necessarily, but we don't want to keep energetic leaks and energetic wounds open. There's not some lengthy process that you need to do if you don't want to. You just get to decide that you you are moving past those lessons. 
But then I want you to understand that it's your responsibility to change your beliefs around money and investing. Two of the biggest things that were keeping me stuck, especially at the beginning of my business journey, one was, and you can probably relate to this, thinking that men knew how to handle money while I didn't, or they knew how to handle money better than I did. And thinking that my dad knew how to handle money better than I did, and he was always the one responsible for finances in my family. And no one ever taught me anything about finances. It it wasn't even a topic of conversation. So whatever I know now uh, is all self-taught. And it's very common. I wanted to say this explicitly because this is not the case anymore. I actually think that women are better at handling money than men. And maybe the ideal scenario is that where we can combine the strengths of both men and women. But it's very common for women to outsource their financial power to men. While I found, as I said, that women have a very unique approach to earning, spending, and investing. They're also more socially conscious. And really, we could activate so much collective transformation if more and more women stepped into their full financial power. And what I discovered by actually going deep and rewiring my belief that men know how to handle money while I don't or women don't, I discovered that actually my approach to money and finances and wealth building is quite different from my dad's. It's definitely less conservative and more entrepreneurial. I'm a calculated risk taker and I invest in a calculated way based on my desire for growth and expansion. So calculated investments, even very stretchy ones, based on my desire for growth and expansion, actually turn me the fuck on. So what what had to happen is that I had to fully step into my own money identity, regardless of what I was taught in my family and in the culture I grew up in. The second era of stuckness where I wasn't trusting myself around money was the fact that I was born and raised in Italy. And if you don't know, when I work with clients from Italy, this comes up all the time. Uh, Italy, probably true of other countries as well, has a very different approach to money compared to the United States, for instance. And it's maybe, you know, being in Europe, it's more conservative around money and less innovative. There are other benefits, but I find I had to move to the States when I was 23 because uh, I needed innovation, I needed energy, I needed movement, I need circulation of resources and ideas and even money. So Italy is definitely not the richest country in the world. I think we can all agree on that. But in Italy, and this is something that many people don't know, is that people are used to saving a lot of money. So don't quote me on this. I'm sure there are stats on this. So where Italy is not rich, 
in the world's charter richest countries it's one of the countries where people have the most savings in the bank accounts or in real estate or whatever i'm sure there are stats on this growing up in italy that means that i wasn't used to spending and investing money i was used to saving but not investing in my growth especially in things that apparently didn't make sense and let me tell you if you're building a business nothing of what you're doing makes sense you're carving a completely new path this is not about making sense this is about following your growth and expansion following what you know you're capable of in this lifetime so something that didn't make sense was like a business coach for instance what i had to realize and i wasn't that i had like you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in my bank account, but I had to realize that I was holding on to money too tightly for fear of losing it. And this is limited scarcity thinking because what actually was needed, I had to learn the actual skills that allow me to generate more money and more money that I knew what to do with while I also had to learn how to start investing, beginning with another crazy story. I mean, I'm super happy to share all my crazy stories from my life. Another crazy synchronicity around how I started investing in crypto because my therapist, of all people, randomly told me when I had barely any idea what it was. Again, it's a story for another time, kind of fun, but um, whatever you want me to talk about, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook telling me whatever you'd like me to do a deep dive into. So again, ask yourself these questions. Are you holding on too tightly to money? Are you too conservative with money and investing because you're afraid of your own growth? Do you feel out of control if you invest a large sum of money? Are you too conservative with money and investing before, because you fear that you're just going to spend it all? And I just want to add a little caveat here because this is something that comes up a lot with my clients and I think it could keep you stuck for years now moving forward. And this is the conversation about leveraging someone else's money to build your dreams. Uh, for instance... When I started my business, I really leveraged my day job and invested pretty much all I was making in coaches, programs, courses to learn to build my business. But some of my clients also have used inheritances, trust funds, their husband's money. If the husband has um, a higher paying job, their dad's money and whatnot. So I think women are moved rightfully so but this desire for financial independence but maybe they find themselves in a situation where they're not financially independent yet and that's where there's a clash of focus because you both want to be financially independent and you have a resource money available that you're not taking advantage of because you want to be financially independent right so I think it's totally okay to use whatever resource you have available in the moment, even for like one or two years, in order to build the business, the foundation, the 
the empire where you get to be financially independent and even make way more than your husband, for instance. So the ultimate goal of financial independence is the right one. 100% is a lofty goal. You don't have to be financially independent, but I totally understand if you want to be. I think traditionally women have been financially dependent and that has created a lot of problems for us. So it's great that you want to be financially independent and don't confuse the short-term your short-term status with your long-term goals. So if you have money available from whatever source, maybe your husband, maybe your dad, maybe inheritance, maybe real estate, maybe crypto, whatever, your day job. My recommendation is that if you have financial resources available, like your husband's job or an inheritance or your day job or crypto or a trust fund whatever my recommendation is to use it to build your long-term plan of an uber successful company whatever your goal is if you want to get to six figures or seven figures or really want to build a multi seven figure empire the biggest and most rewarding work that you can do ultimately is rewiring and rewriting your beliefs around money and how good you are with money. And this is exactly how you get to create a new story for yourself and a new story for how you invest and how you grow. Because sometimes on your entrepreneurial journey, you will have the impression that you are quote-unquote throwing away money. And, you know, as I say it, I'm saying it not with guilt or with charge, but I'm saying it from a neutral place because I think like an entrepreneur. So it's totally normal in entrepreneurship if some investments don't pan out or if they take 10 years to pan out. So for instance, it has happened to every entrepreneur at a certain level that you file for a trademark application and then you have to pay upfront and then the search comes back and they tell you, you know, other people are using the trademark, you can keep filing it, risk it, but it's better not to do it, right? In that case, you kind of like lose money, but this is just the name of the game, right? And take this lesson from me where I'm able to share these beliefs without any charge around it. It's just how it is. What you need to learn is your ability to generate money. And you need to understand that money circulates and it's not a fit. A finite resource and if you learn how to activate your ability to generate as much money as you want when you want it you will never run out of money and this is how you build trust in yourself to always get your money's worth when you invest in support so here are a bunch of new supporting beliefs that you can swipe and make your own And this is exactly how I want to finish this podcast so that you have very tangible takeaways that you can take with you and you can start doing the very real work of rewiring your money beliefs. These are affirmations that I recommend you write down and put them next to your computer uh, or next to your bathroom mirror or wherever on your night table. And I would strongly encourage you to repeat them to yourself every single day for at least 21 days. 
And these are the affirmations. And also pay attention as I read them at the vibrational frequency of my voice and the energy that I embody because through these affirmations, I'm allowing you to step into a whole new reality around money, investing, leveraging the resources that the universe has put on your path and that your ego is just refusing to take advantage of. There's so much more abundance already present in your life and it's your job to fully say yes to it. Okay, so here are 20 or 21 affirmations for you to repeat every day for the next 21 days. I trust myself unconditionally with money. I am a powerful, badass queen with money. Everything I touch turns into gold. Every investment I make comes back to me tenfold. I show up for my dreams and my dreams show up for me. Investing money is fun and easy. I never make wrong moves with money. It's safe to invest money. It's safe to make a fuck ton of money. It's safe to trust my inner voice when it comes to money and investments. I have multiple streams of income and my bottom line investment portfolio and profit grows exponentially every year. Money is energy. It needs to circulate to grow. Money is a limitless resource. It's fun to make money. It's fun to be in the energy of money. The more money I make, the more me I become. The more me I am, the more money I make. I attract money easily and effortlessly. I deserve to be paid a fuck ton of money for my work. Making money is easy once I trust myself and my intuition. I can both make a fuck ton of money and be a good person. Money is an abundant resource that keeps growing for me and all people. And then once you internalize these affirmations, affirmations and it takes 21 days to really generate a new neural pathway what's really going to change the game for you is to pair the inner mindset work with actual action invest experiment throw away some money responsibly Learn to think and act like an entrepreneur if you want to grow exponentially in business. Do all of this before you're ready. And if you want to grow exponentially in life as well, because again, I've said it before, this is not just about business. This applies also to relationships or your health or any other service you invest in that's meant to generate more money, time, well-being and energy in your life. If you're ready to do this kind of work, to rewire your brain, to generate more and more abundance and wealth in your business and life, send me a DM on Instagram with the word money and I'll send you my four most powerful questions to rewire your brain around money and investing and stop the fear of investing so that you can fully trust yourself and move forward on your goals and this these questions are part of an old freebie that I created years ago but I never put it on the website so you won't even have to input your email 
or your name, I will just like literally send it to you. So thank you so much for listening, guys. As usual, let me know if this episode was supportive and let me know also what your biggest takeaway is. Send me an email or a DM on Instagram or Facebook. That's the easiest way to reach me. So don't be shy. And as usual, don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps the podcast to be found and you'll be entered into a weekly draw to win a free coaching call with me, which is its current value is a thousand bucks. So you definitely want to take advantage of this. So thank you so much for listening and see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sacred CEO podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes and please share it with all the women in your circle who can benefit from it. We're building a movement of powerhouse, heart-led, visionary sisters who are choosing to be bold with their voice and build six- and seven-figure transformational businesses based on their authentic voice that create wealth and a legacy for generations to come. And don't forget to subscribe to get access to next week's episode. I'll see you there.